Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI. Hopefully you're having a good uh, Wednesday night. One of the texts in was again with the Muppets. Like, yeah, I like the Muppets. I'm a big Muppet guy. Christmas is a good time to talk about them, too. They have two smash hits. They got the Christmas Carol. They got the family Christmas special. Can't avoid the Muppets right now. I love the the original movie, Great Muppet Cape. Muppets take Manhattan. Manhattan is fit. Manhattan might be the best of the bunch. Almost just fell out of his seat. They took Manhattan with a vengeance. Peoples is peoples. Peoples is peoples. You know, the the, uh, the owner of that diner. Uh, that chef, if you will, the yeah, peoples yeah. is peoples. He reminds me of uh, one of our popular callers, Paul from Rhode Island. He he honestly could have been that guy. We, next time he's on, which could be in 10 minutes, we'll ask him if he was in Muppets Take Manhattan. Peoples is peoples. That's actually more. Well, anyway, we don't need to dwell on poor oh Paul. It's uh, great. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like one of my like I would love the original. So great too. all the music. Uh, yeah. Moving right along. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. That's oh, great. People are wondering about uh, Love Actually. Where do you stand on Love Actually? Uh, bloated. All right. Jingle All the Way. Uh, t- like, you know, j- Jingle All the Way to me is yeah. the uh, port wine cheese roll of movies. <laughs> like, it's not good for you, but yeah. it's it's tasty. Yeah, give it a go. Did you guys watch Violent Night, the David Harbour movie that came out like last year, the year before? Stiz, this would be right up your alley. Uh, this was like a... Just like an over-the-top violent. I don't even know if it was a horror movie. It was more just like action. Like it was just like an action horror movie. Or not a horror movie. An action. Um, like David Harbour plays Santa. Ca- comedy as well. Like it's funny. But uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Do you? Uh, where do you guys stand on Bad Santa? Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Yep, that was yeah. just outside my top five. That one easily yep. could have been in there. That one's hilarious. The, now, the sequel is another classic case of the comedy sequel letting you down. The sequel was oh. not nearly as funny as the first one. Did not one. need to be made. No. No, it was unnecessary at best. Um, all right, you have a question here, as uh, as you do, and can I get a ruling? And uh, Stiz and I, by the end of this, will try to give you a ruling. What do you got? I got, I got a couple. And, all right, and, you, you got know, a couple. It's, the, it's the holidays that really bring about these kind of awkward, curb your enthusiasm-esque questions that I just don't know how to handle. These These situations are super awkward, so... I need a little advice, especially from a couple of scholarly and learned gentlemen like yourself. Yep, you're talking maybe the to audience. Them. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, so here's a great one. Can I get a ruling? Yep. If someone sends you a holiday card that you weren't planning on sending a holiday card to, are you now obliged to send them one back? You definitely get that feeling. Ugh. Well, there's two different things because there are certain years at our house that we just don't do cards. Like we just didn't have it. We didn't get it together. By we, I mean my wife. And so I can't pressure her into it because I'm not going to do it. So there are years where we have a nice card. Have you know our daughter or, or maybe both daughters? Uh, we didn't do one this year. So last year I think maybe we did. Had both daughters on there and the dog, like everybody else. And boom, you're out out and running. Mm-hmm. But then there are certain years that you don't. And then I want. I always wonder if my friends are like. Did we not make the Keefs list this year? Or, yes. like, did they just not do them this year? So I assure you, if any of my friends are listening, uh, you didn't get a card this year from us because we didn't do one. So there is that. But you're right. You do feel a little bit. But then there's also the years where you do buy the cards. Mm-hmm. And say so you stack them up. You're writing down the addresses. You're ready to go. You get the stamps. 
And then you're right. You get another card from somebody that you weren't planning on. Ugh. All right, follow-up question to that. Yeah. Is it somebody that you're going to see within the next week? Some, some, yes, and some, some are like on the on the left coast. You can get away with those. I like, think oh, those God, ones. Rats! It got lost in the mail. But right. like, yeah, when when like a neighbor, like let's say you're a teacher, like my oh, wife, and all boy. of a sudden some family is like, oh, well, you, we adore you, or, or like a neighbor that you barely even say hi to, or you wave across the street just usually That's, like three times a week, and they yeah. drop a card, and you're like, oh. I gotta spend, I gotta, I gotta send you a card now. The neighbors, it's a, tough. That's a tough one. I feel like. If your wife's a teacher, like she's gonna get a lot of different gifts and cards from other people. Like she shouldn't feel pressured to give mm-hmm. anything bad. Like she's teaching these kids for God's sakes. That's that's the gift. That's that's a priceless <laughs> gift. <laughs> All right, you follow up to that, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Is it gauche to just drop off a card for your neighbors? Most of most of them, it seems like people that literally live next door. No, put a stamp on top of it and they put Listen. it in the. U.S. mail and it takes. You know days who you're to talking come. to. I'm not spending forty five cents just so I can. 40, walk. Where can you get or a stamp? Would you, would you stock up on forever stamps twenty years ago? <laughs> ten. I must have ten dollars on a stamp. So you know you kind of overshot it there. No, I uh, no, I think you could walk it in there. Walk it right yeah. in. I got the dirty. I got the weirdest looks from people when I was just doing card drops. Like just put it in the mail. Like I don't want to. You live two houses down. I'm gonna just. So you got put weird looks from people on the street. Yeah. Well, they're like, oh, it's the not the mailman opening up mailboxes. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy, he's gonna get tased if he keeps this up. <laughs> what is he looking for? Yeah, no. Yeah, that yeah. one. That that one's tough. Yeah. Because yeah, the card thing's weird. Because then I'm like, well, if we don't send cards for like two years in a row, we're probably gonna get like off the list of like all our friends. Because I have a yeah. couple of friends that like every year they do one. Every year yep. they do a great one, and you get it, and boom, you put it up on the fridge. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then if they don't get one from us for a couple of years, I wonder if they're like, what the hell? What are they thinking? Yeah. But we still get them. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And I also have no problem with people that just post, like, a family pick on, like, Instagram now. And they're like, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Like, this is it. Like, that's fine. You still get to see it. You know, that's fine. I I, I, I prefer the physical card just because I, I like, I like you know, I, I tape them up on, like, an archway in the yeah. house. And but so then like what do that. you do with them? Yeah, they just go in the basement. See, that was going to be my question because I've gotten some cards, and now am I obligated to to Keep stick it. it to my fridge? Oh yeah, you stick it to the fridge because, or you make or, or like around, around like a doorway. You could do that one That's where what I like do. you do That's around do. the doorway. That's cool too. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, there there was one or two. I think I got about six or seven this year. Brag. Right? There's one. <laughs> wow. There, there's one or two that I, if I'm being honest, maybe isn't fridge worthy. You're not like my best oh, not friend. fridge we worthy. Chill. We don't chill. Well, all so this the is what time. you gotta do. You gotta you gotta figure out how many cards can fit on the fridge, and then from there. So if you only got six or seven, you're like I, that could probably fit on the fridge, right? I have what a lot are, of novelty. What are they? For, what are they from? Pri- <laughs> they're not. Pri- they're not fridge worthy. What are they from? Prison? <laughs> no, but I, I just feel. A couple I don't dear know. Johns like, in there. Uh, like, like, I don't really know this guy's. Oh family man, now. MCI Walpole again. Yeah, that's true. No, but, but then then I mean, like, like, once Christmas is over, what do you do with the cards? You throw them out, burn them. Yeah, you can you recycle. I, I, I put them in a, I put them in like a big yeah. Ziploc and just label it the year. That way, I can sort of look back, like, oh man, look at all. So those you do, you through. keep them. I do. I like it. I get nostalgic yeah. about that stuff. No, I don't. I got no problem with that. But I'm saying like that's a lot of stuff. Like my wife's always yeah. telling me, like you have too much stuff as it is. Like she's like, you need to throw. Like luckily. We're very different in that regard because if it was just me, we'd have we'd be like a hoarder house. We'd just be, yeah. like, be like, oh, I can't throw that out. That's well, as you can see from the Twitch stream here in my in my <laughs> that, office, that which always yeah. looks like a grenade went off at eBay. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not good like that. Now no. there's my wife, which is a problem. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, um, next one. All right, yes. you're at a holiday party. Holiday party, love it. Okay. Already um, love it. There, there are delicious snacks, past hors d'oeuvres, etc. This wow. may also apply to a cocktail party, corporate affair, maybe even a wedding. Okay. Um, how many visits either to a past hors d'oeuvre tray or a snack bowl are you allowed to make before you start making people uncomfortable? Uh, Where somebody says, like, you know, you can just order, you can wait for dinner, or you can just order your own. I think, I think like, you can go two to, pigs in a blanket, two scallop wrap bacon. What? So you know what my go to line is, and my wife always just like rolls her eyes is when the, uh, <laughs> which is actually going to apply to many things, but for this one in particular, say, yeah, that's yeah. my wife's so resting like, state. Yeah. No, but I always do the thing where when you have the uh, like the waiters and the waitresses like walking around with past stuff, and I like if it's something I like. You can't always wait for them to come to your group of people, so I'll kind of cut them off, but I always have the same line where I go, oh, I'll try one of those, even though I've been there five or six times. Like, they know, like, you know what it tastes like. You know what the crab cake tastes like, sir. You don't have to say, I'll try one of those every yeah, the single little, time. the mini chicken and waffle yeah. slider. Oh, let me try one of those. She's like, sir, I, I still see the other part of it in your hand. I'm like, okay. Oh. Uh, but as far as, like, the setup, I think you could Two? probably only go twice. And then you're going to be like, all right, dude, like there's a lot of people here. Like, you know, because then then you get into the awkward part where you definitely feel guilty about it. And I'll I'll go up and I'll be like, well, some of these are for the table or like some of these are for my wife. And they're like, no, they're not. No, they're, they're not. They're, 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 all for you. They're, they're clearly for you. I think two, though, is fine. Two, three is pushing. So one, one, everyone does one. Two is like, oh, you obviously like this. That, that, that's good. Right. That's a sign of approval. More than two is sort of like, just wait for dinner or get your own. I think it's greedy. I also think it is different whether if it's like, if you're at somebody's house, like they only have a limited number of stuff. If you're at like a corporate party or like a wedding, it's, you kind of assumed it's almost like a bottomless situation. Oh, so your, your line is, let me try one of those? Yeah. Oh, let me try one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is mine's the uh, my, I'd want to punch me for this one. I do like ooh. Let me grab that. Let me make your job easier. Oh, they love that. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's the that's the uh, the counter to when the waiter tells you like when you have a clean plate. Like oh, did you hate it? Like that's the counter to that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make your job easier. They're like, sir, I'm going to be here all night anyway. Like you're not making my job any easier at all. Uh. All right, so let's say you get a gift for the holidays, Rich. Okay. This, we've all done this, been guilty of it, and we're we're a week away from broaching the subject again. Mm -hmm. How long before you're able? You don't you can't return it. You don't know. Who, there's no gift receipt. How long before you're able to regift something you receive over the holidays? Oh, good question. I would say it probably depends on the like grouping or of people that you got it from. So if you got it from, let's say, somebody at work and then you were visiting like family that would never ever cross paths mm -hmm. you could do it the next day you could do it i think it's the next day is fine. yeah like that's now like as soon as you're given the gift it is your property and as long as you don't give that gift to somebody that would know them like in uh, old school when uh when vince vaughn or no when will ferrell gives vince vaughn's kid the mixer that vince vaughn got him for his <laughs> wedding yeah, what do you think, Max? Three speeds. Like so, like you can't do that. But if you know that there is no connection between the people, I think it's fair game. Yeah, you have to just make. You have to just. It, the, it's not really about the time. It's just about making sure that, that somebody within Distance. that circle or that sphere is not going to know. Yes. Like, hey, that's so funny because I gave 
I gave uh, I gave Fitzy one of those a few weeks ago. Oh, you yeah, did? hundred percent. That's weird. Because if you see something that looks really familiar, and then you're like, "Oh man, he did he?" There's no chance because this is like a, a Seinfeld episode too, like the re, the regifter. Like, oh, well, maybe he just really liked it. Like, no way, he didn't really like it, and then buy it for everybody else. Like, he straight up regifted it. Um, That's all right. Now, now the home loan question: uh, Would you ever let? Would you ever let an uncle or relative speak to your children the way Uncle Frank does? Uh, to Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Is that allowed? God, Can I get a ruling on that? I, I don't know. Because like, I think you have to pause and you're like, all right, do I want to start a whole thing? Because like, mm-hmm. you may have sort of a one-off and then you go talk to your kid after and be like, don't listen to him, he's an idiot. Like You could do that. Or you're like, all right, I'm going to stand in here now and defend it. Like, I guess maybe it depends on how many eggnogs I've had. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, because, you know, Sometimes, sometimes it's helpful because you know sometimes a different voice will will yeah. reinforce or drive home a point that you've not been able to bring to your kids' attention. But sometimes you're also like, well, if you want to talk to someone, I have your own kids. Yeah, right. Because what does he yeah. say to him? He's like, what, "Why'd you do that for you, little jerk?" Oh, he calls him a little jerk, like right in front of everybody too. It wasn't like a like, oh, here's like a quick little like learnable moment. It was like it it was the equivalent of like the music stopped, like it, like the record scratch. And then everybody yes. in the whole house looks over, and his uncle's just, like, screaming at him. And then everybody, like, freezes for a minute. So I don't – it's one of those things where I don't think you know what you would do until it happened. But, Stiz, did you grow up in a household like that? Uh, I guess a little bit, I guess. But I feel like – Not, like, so egregiously, but – yeah. Like I don't remember ever getting yelled at by like an aunt yeah. or uncle to that degree. Therefore, I don't like I don't. My parents—they're not allowed to, to spank you, right? They're not doing that. <laughs> but I mean, like, because there's a difference between be like no or like don't do that or why'd you do that or whatever. But then, as soon as you insult them, as soon as you kind of talk, you scream yeah. and call them yeah. a little jerk. I feel like that's kind of probably crossing the line. That's a, that's a bridge too far. Also, La- my kids are four and one, so if somebody's doing that, like, you're a psychopath. <laughs> and they're girls, which I <laughs> do think is a little yeah. different. They're four and one years old girls, so <laughs> you got to have your life reexamined if you're screaming at them. Yeah, you're you're not dealing with, you know, you're not dealing with, you know, brothers trying to punch each other in the scrot and, no, you know. I'm not. Naming their farts at the dinner table. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> not doing that. Yeah, that is, that uh, is Last one real quick. Yep. <clears throat> if your neighbor... Can I get a ruling on this? If uh, the, Call this one the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation question. If your neighbor has a really, really bright holiday lighting display and they leave it on later than when you go to bed, can you say something? Ooh, Ooh that's a tough one. So, because yeah, you don't want to go to bed and have it be like Las Vegas in the window. No, it really depends about the brightness, right? Like if it's yeah. that bright, if it's like keeping you up and it's right there, I think you can say There's got to be like a cutoff. Is there a time to cut them off? I don't like, what's know. the courtesy thing? I have a neighbor that's yeah. directly across the street that has pretty bright lights. Really? That shines all into night. my kid. They're, they're on all night, 24-7, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think, like, I usually, because I don't those have, like. just police lights. <laughs> <laughs> you turn those off? Like, no, we're not a crime right now. <laughs> Put your hands behind your back. <laughs> we have to have these on. Because I have, like, a fence light and then, like, two, like, bushes lit up. And mm-hmm. I don't have the fancy thing where they're like on a timer so i have to go outside to unplug them so most nights i'm like i'll get it in the morning so they're on you're that but neighbor i am but they're not it's not exactly lit up like it's you know ebbets field it's not <laughs> it's not to that degree i don't think it's blinding nobody said anything now maybe they maybe they choose not to i feel like if it's distractingly bright yeah 
or and you can always use the kids as an excuse too. Like oh, they can't sleep. With oh, us. that's like, such a good excuse. You can always yeah. go kid oh, excuse, and then they're like, "All right, you all right." Have. So yeah, maybe like you know, maybe like nine o'clock. You pull the plug on those things. Nine o'clock. Nine. I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, three a.m. Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, let's split the diff. Yeah, ten thirty. All right. Yeah, that I think fair. that's fair. If, if okay. nothing else, it's fair. All right, that seems fair. All right, very good. That's a uh, can I get a ruling? Thank you, Fitzy, for those. Uh, let's go back to the phones right now. We got Mark in Rockport who wants to talk about Bill Belichick. Uh, Mark, what do you have? Hey, boys. Hello. Hey. Hi. So before I get to my Gerard Mayo coaching tree thing with Belichick, Rich, I called you the other day with uh, with Hart. And had a Christmas um, movie recommendation. I'm just wondering if you guys watched it yet. Oh, so Christmas fun. Carol. Christmas Carol. You were talking about the animated Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, and I Thank remember. I, rem- I remember vividly because mm. you said it was better than Elf. Now <laughs> I have not watched. I might have been pulling your leg a little bit. Okay, because I've not watched it yet. And as soon as you said it, the text the text line lit up with a bunch of people telling us it was a trash movie. <laughs> So I don't. So I was torn. It doesn't mean I'll never watch it, but I was like, "Oh, my excitement to watch it right when I got home kind of dissipated." So haven't seen it yet, but I'll tell you, it's mixed based on the text line. All right, give it a shot. All right, very good. Uh, so what do you got on Bill? So just the, this whole coaching tree thing is mm-hmm. perplexing to me, and it's kind of driving me crazy. A lot of you guys at the station are on that bandwagon where you can't have you know anyone who's been on Bill's coaching tree and and to me like gerard mayo is not getting a fair shake because i mean worst case scenario here's a guy who's learned under the tutelage of potentially the best coach of all time and we're talking about no just get rid of him no chance he's been on the tree he's been on the tree and i I think that's foolish listen i'm one of those people mark and thanks for the phone call i'm one of those people i do think that it is tough circumstance it's like bad wrong place wrong time for gerard mayo because this thing bottomed out Mm -hmm. so bad that i personally am one of those let's just start fresh i also because mayo is a defensive guy it's just another kind of strike against him in my eyes like everybody views it differently hart and i got into an argument about it yesterday hart's just like give me the best guy i don't care what he coaches i'm like give me the offensive guy and then i think you have a better percentage chance of of hitting on it Mm -hmm. but there is something i know every person's uh, unique and they're their own coach but he mentions how like Mayo learned under Bill which normally would be like oh that should be a great thing but so did Matt Patricia so did Josh McDaniels so did uh, Eric Mangini so did Joe Judge so did all these guys and they flamed out like incredibly so so I'm still anti Bill Tree and um, uh defensive coach but I, I i get where mark's coming from where do you come down on this uh same okay you know i mean either just if you you should you shouldn't just do half measure if you you either let mayo continue and we've heard all the internal stories now we've got multiple guys in town that as some national folks saying that they've heard of the strife and the grumblings internally between camp mayo and camp belichick i don't want any more dysfunction i don't want any holdover any weird feelings like either if you want to if robert Kraft is too afraid of letting go of everything, and he holds on to Gerard Mayo. Fine, it's his prerogative. He's the seven-time billionaire and the six-time Super Bowl champion owner. But otherwise, again, we've seen this we've uh, before. Like it just feels like you're letting a different director in on the franchise. May breathe new life yeah. into it, but it's also very risky. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they got a major decision. As Pat McAfee told Robert Kraft, I don't envy your decision uh, and what you have to do coming up. Yeah, but we so. all know what's coming is what he also said. What does it mean? <laughs> Just tell <laughs> us now. What does that mean? No, we still got three games, including on Christmas Eve. The Patriots take on the Broncos. And then the Bills and then the Jets, who will not have Aaron Rodgers. So that is definitely a game in which the Patriots, uh, I think they win it. I do. Mm-hmm. I think they win that game. I think it messes up their draft position, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. Uh, we got Grab Bag coming up next here with uh, Rich Keefe and Fitzy. But right now, Stiz has What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now. Celtics lost their first of a four-game road series last night to the Warriors. Steph Curry hit a soul-crushing three with 10 seconds left to help the Warriors pull off a come-from-behind win, 132-126 in overtime. Jalen Brown spoke after the game on the Celtics' struggles on the road. You know, I think just playing at home, playing in front of your home crowd in your own bed, I think that definitely helps, but... You know, teams on their home floor, they feel just as good as we do. Um, so tonight, uh, they took their best shot and came up short. Celtics in Sacramento tonight to take on the Kings. Tip-off about 45 minutes, 10 o'clock. Jason Tatum out with the left ankle sprain. Al Horford out for some rest. Luke Cornett out with the left adductor strain. Bruins also lost to the Minnesota Wild last night, 4-3 at the TD Garden. It was a back-and-forth affair that ended with Joel Erickson finding Kirill Kaprizov for a one-timer and the game-winning goal. Bruins back on the ice Friday night when they'll be in Winnipeg to face the Jets. Puck drop at 8 p.m. And the Patriots continue to get ready to head to Denver to take on the Broncos Sunday night at 8 p.m. Hunter Henry, Connor McDermott, Jabril Peppers, and Ramondre Stevenson did not participate in today's practice. A few other players were limited. Those players included Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, Trent Brown, Jonathan Jones, Matthew Slater, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Jelani Tavai. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. You know that's a dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy on WEEI. Stiz, you're the right guy to ask this to. So, rest in peace to DMX, of course. And I remember right after he passed away, Wiggy said he was a top five, I think top five rapper of all time. Oh, that's tough. And I know he's got a lot of hits. He's got like a unique voice. He's got the best. He's got great energy. He's got this mm-hmm. hit Christmas song. I was like, man, that's kind of going a little high. Like, I know the guy just passed away, so I don't. I didn't want to like really go the other way on it at the time. But I'm like, he's not top five. Like, yeah, there's a lot of great I, rappers. Yeah, top five. I mean, that's that's, that's a lot. That's yeah. a bit strong, and it is subjective. And you're yes, right. Yes, Talk about a unique voice, unique yeah. character, unique flow. Everything about that man was unique. Oh yeah. Um, but top five rapper, I, I don't know. Top, I don't, top ten, there could be an argument. Top ten, and I think also if you got into like most recognizable, oh, so like like sure. he's definitely like top ten. Like people hear the voice, and people might not even be like rap fans, but they hear the voice, like oh yeah, DMX. What about Young MC? Except great point, Chingy, <laughs> Chameleon Air. 
Like, who's um, who? Uh, oh, not uh, uh, Stiz. Who sang? Um, I wish I was a little bit taller. Skilo. Skilo. Yeah, that sure. Was Skilo. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Some of the, or all the Lils. There's a whole bunch of Lils. Just get a little, that's, Lils. Yep. <laughs> all the Lils. You know what there. you should do? That's how you get, come up with your new rap name. You just add Lil in front of your favorite snack. Yeah. You know, I feel like I was ahead of the curve. My AOL name back in uh, what was that? Mid late nineties. Late nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah. It was little game twenty one? I was little game. Wow! That was exciting. I was like, I got a little game. I, was a little game <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love and, these little tidbits we learn about. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the thing like blew up. Like that was obviously little Kim was around, but like I don't think I was all that familiar with little Kim. And then there was like now there's like a, a thousand of them. But oh man, now I'm gonna have to refer to you as little game on little the radio game. show. Yeah, little game twenty one. Just a little game. I don't know a lot of games. Just a little game. It's time for It's time for Grab Bag. Oh, that's right. It is time for Grab Bag. When we have a full tank show, we like to uh, put all the stuff that we didn't get to in the first three plus hours of the program and uh, reach into the bag and pull out some stories. Let's start with the Boston Bruins last night lost in overtime. Originally, I was going to blame them for blowing up my Boston parlay, but turns out Celtics also lost. So the bizarro Boston parlay was in effect last night. So Bruins losing overtime to the Minnesota Wild. They have dropped three of four. Now all in overtime, so they get a point each time. Okay. But they've lost, what, four of their last six. And concerned with this at all, the last three games that they lost all in overtime, they had leads. They had leads in all these. I think like second period leads in all these games. And next thing you know, the game's tied. They have to go to overtime, fight for their life, and then they lose in the overtime period. So, See, I think but this is also their second like three-game swoon of the season, if you will. Last year they called it a swoon when they had a rough uh, rough three-game skid. Like, yes. Now they're having a second three-game issue. Or I was going to say, because it was, it was right after Thanksgiving they had the yep. first swoon you're talking about, and then mm-hmm. there was like a couple of games. They Remember they righted the ship? I remember talking about them uh, like right. early this month, being like, well, they just won three in a row, so they snapped out of it. It's like, I don't think they have. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. And I know McAvoy and Zaka were back last night, so that's obviously a, a positive, and we'll see what they do next. They're back in action Friday at Winnipeg. They get a little road trip here. Winnipeg, Minnesota, Buffalo. So... A couple of road trips. Two going beautiful on. places to visit this time. Of yeah, year. that's exactly where you want to be at the end of December. That's true. It's time for grab bag. How about Florida State? Still bumming that they're not in the uh, the college football playoff. They're oh, job. they're talking about leaving the ACC. Well, maybe they'll go to the Pac-12. I was going to say, they are not going to go to the Pac-12. Did I read that Washington State and Oregon State are now trying to get into, like, the West Coast Conference as, like, affiliates or something? What is the West Coast Conference? I think that's, like, is I that mean. the Mountain West or the Wacky? No, no. West Coast Conference, I believe, is, like, Gonzaga's conference for, like, basketball. But I don't even know if there's a football West Coast Conference. Can the NCAA just step in at this point and just mandate the same way that other leagues have? American League, National League, uh, AFC. No, East, Chip North, Kelly South. solved it. Did you hear Chip Kelly's whole rant? I mean, it's long. I'm not no. going to play the whole thing. Chip Kelly had this whole mapped out thing about basically you put like all of the Power Five schools in one thing, all of the non Power Five schools in another. He broke the whole thing down. He broke out like how to pay the players. He did the whole thing, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, that 
That's probably what they should do at this point. Like Chip that Kelly. Makes too much sense. Yeah, right. You're like, we're not going to do this. We're going to kick and scream about it for 20 years, and then maybe we'll do your idea. That's probably what's yeah. going to happen. We we would rather have Stanford and uh, Cal play in the ACC for a few years. That in, USC and UCLA in like the SEC now. Big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah, uh, whatever. What are we doing? It's a mess. It's it's a mess. And finally, but- USC versus Rutgers, the <laughs> geographical finally rivals. Yep. Have a holly jolly grab bag. John Morant returned first game action of the season for the Memphis Grizzlies, and he hit the game winner. How do you like that? Look who's back. John Morant's back. I'll tell you who's back. I love that. I, you know, He's I, fun I, to watch. Oh. I mean, as I always... far, like, okay, top three players, Ooh. if they're on, like, okay, Rich sits down after a show. Yep. Nothing you really want to watch on the streamers. Beverage in hand. Yep. There's NBA on. You're leaving it on if who's on TV, if who's playing. Ooh, he's up there. John Morant's up there. Damian Lillard for years is up there. And usually that would be the case. You get home late at night, hear the Blazers, you know, whatever. I love Luca. I'd watch Luca. If Luca's on, I love watching Luca. If healthy, now this is rare, Zion Williamson's must watch. Really? Zion to me was must watch because he's just a hoss out there, but he is agile. He's a great passer. Like he's he's not very tall, but like he's just like a brute. Like there's cause maybe because there's nobody like him. So I like uh, Zion. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I mean, I think I've seen honest. Steph enough now yeah, that Curry, I don't need to. But I there was a time though that it was like Curry and Clay. Like you had to tune in for those guys every single time. I feel like I'm missing an obvious one. Uh, Wembyama, I've seen him a little bit this year, and there's still some intrigue. But no, like we're talking about more like established guys. What about your guy Shea? Uh, oh, Gilgis Alexander's up there now. Gilgis Alexander, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Oklahoma a city who, by the way, playing their playing their way into being like a, a legit contender. Yeah, yeah, they're playing the playing their tails right off their body. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, oh, Donovan Mitchell, I love love Donovan Mitchell. Watch Donovan Mitchell. Uh, there. I mean, Jokic because he's just insane yep. the way he goes up and down the floor and has a triple double every single night. Anthony Edwards from Minnesota, I put him on the short list. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a talent. There's a lot of talented dudes in the league right now. It's a good, it's a good thing. But yeah, it's pretty good. It's beginning to look a lot like grab bag. First Patriots injury report of the week was released today. Four players did not practice. Uh-oh. Ramondre Stevenson, Connor McDermott, Hunter mm-hmm. Henry, and Jabril Peppers. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't like that. No. I mean, Stevenson, no surprise. Peppers and Henry over the last two weeks have been, well, Peppers for most of the season. Henry the last couple of weeks have been like your best players. So, yeah, not Peppers, great. Pep, that's. I, okay, but at the same time, you say that initially when you, re, you react surface-level fan first, but then you think, that's probably perfect to make sure they don't win. Kind of better off, because Denver's not that good. They've been kind of up and down this season, but it's in Denver, which has always been a tough place to play anyway. Like, no, I'll take the loss. Trust me, I will I will take the loss. But, yeah, those guys may or may not be a part of it. Grandma got run over by a grab bag. We have another scandal on our hands. Uh, yeah, oh, this Deflate Gate 2. We will spend 10 seconds on it, and then we're going to move on. 
Yeah, so Mark Daniels, what did he report today? That uh, the kicking that, balls were under deflated in the Patriots Chiefs game. How, the, how, did, how, and of all stadiums, in all conditions, whatever, how do you let that happen in New England? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is that, does Chad Ryland now have a little bit of a uh, beef? Can Ryland be like, hey, I wouldn't have missed that kick if they uh, put the right air amount in there? Yeah, Butker too. Butker missed his first field goal of the season. Oh, wow. Oh, he's got real beef. Mm. Yeah, Ryland's Ryan, going to get cut out. Ryland's got, like, yeah. <laughs> got like a plant-based burger, but like Butker's got real no, beef. He's got 100% beef. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Uh, you sort of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but Trent Brown was steaming uh, about Malik Cunningham this time. He's been steaming about a lot of stuff. People calling him late to stuff. He said there's no way he was late, but if he was late, he was on the can and uh, referred to himself as the best player on the team. Yep. Or the best player on offense. Best player on offense. Uh, and now he's upset that uh, he thought Malik Cunningham, he said everybody thought Malik Cunningham should have gotten an opportunity and was pissed that he got plucked by the Baltimore Ravens. Couldn't even get a damn red jersey. Couldn't even get a yeah. damn red okay. jersey. Again, here's another one of those 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 disconnects that we talk about. Oh, yeah. You know, you got Jalen Mills taken to the socials talking about them not dealing with Jack Jones properly. I remember even being at camp this year when Jack Jones got sent off the field. It was Jalen Mills who went over and consoled him and talked to him for a while about trying to keep a cooler head. And then Jalen Mills even tweeted the thing about, oh, imagine, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, now Trent Brown is talking about, like, basically saying the entire locker room was not in line with Jeez, that's a big statement. The whole, everybody wanted that, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of these little uh, cracks in the Cracks, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. A lot, yeah, a lot going on. Grab bag. Bad news, Ben Simmons fans. He's going to be out at least two more weeks with that back injury. Ah. Ben Simmons, who has played, I think, six games this year. Uh, you have to wait a little longer for old Ben Simmons. Big, biggest crit, like, he may have to make his way to a list that we will probably have some time to compile over the winter. Greatest sports criminals. Yeah, who stole the most money. Yeah. Greatest sports larcenists, if you will. Yeah, because he wasn't just like... He has taken a lot He's of on money. a different list because, like, a bust like Anthony Bennett is only on, like, the rookie deal, then, like, he's out, like, all right, you're bad, you're out of the league. But Ben Simmons was actually good enough, just good enough to grab a max deal for him mm-hmm. and then just completely fall apart and not play. And I know there was mental health issues, but then there's also physical health issues and then just him not playing. Like, he was cleared to play, he was there, and he's just, like, not mm-hmm. playing. So, yikes. Yeah, and, like, he still has, like, as many years on that deal as, like, you could possibly imagine. It's nuts. Oh! Grab bag? In theaters this weekend, mm. if you're going to see one of these bad boys, which would you see? Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom or the Iron Claw, the film with Zac Efron about the Von Erich family? Oh, Iron Claw, 100%. Yeah, for sure. I actually am a little bit sneaky kind of excited for, even though I'm working a, a good deal during the Christmas to New Year's break, watching a lot of Cinematech. Yes, I, yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch the holdovers people have gave. That's got a 96 on Roddy T's. I might be able to find that at a boutique theater. If not, I'm sure I can just pay a premium and watch it at home. It's supposed to be I love Alexander Payne. It's supposed to be great. Um, Iron Claw. I definitely want to see 
Wonka I want to see, and the kids are dying to go see Migration, the latest animated movie from oh. uh, Illumination, the studio that brings you Minions. All right, very good. And it's supposed to be terrific. Yeah, I was, I've been telling Stizzle, I still got to see Oppenheimer. I'll do that in the next week. Oh, I still yeah, got to see Killers too. of the Flower Moon. I'll do that in the next week. I probably, just because it's our gimmick on Hashtag Dork, I got to see Aquaman at some point. We watch mm-hmm. every comic book movie. It looks super not good. Well, you know what? Sometimes those are the best reviews. It's like they're great movies and the terrible movies. So if it's that bad, it could be one of those. Rich, would you be fine if you like got a bag of you know like flaming hot pork rinds and cheese whiz <laughs> and used it to make flaming hot pork rind sandwiches for yeah. the night? Sure. Yes, I would. Yes, In the I long would. run, not sustainable. No, you don't want to do that all the time. That is that's definitely true. I'm trying to see what else is out there. Uh, yeah, but there's a handful. And like you mentioned last week, all like the best of lists are already coming out too. So you can sort of. Crawford reference some of those and try to see as many as uh, possible. Grab bag. So this is one, Fitzy, you were telling me about, that there's a house with Lambeau Field on the front lawn that is up for sale? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this? this? This got tweeted out the other day. It's a basic, like, two-car garage, uh, you know, three-bedroom, standard-issue American home, 1,800 square feet. But if you look at the photos... Uh, the front lawn is, I mean, it's no more than a football's throw. Like, because, cause, you know, because don't forget, Lambeau Field is built literally in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And there's homes all around there. So there's this 1,800-square-foot house with a driveway, big backyard, two-car garage that is also maybe 80 yards from Lambeau Field for sale. <laughs> so for $700,000, which is crazy money for the Appleton Green Bay area. True. Now, can you sell parking spaces? Is that allowed? Here's the way you make your money back in no time at all. Okay. The first year, you're almost in the black. All you do is you buy this house. Mm-hmm. You don't ever live there. Got you it. Just, you just yeah. rent this. You Airbnb the blank out of this oh, for those yeah. weeks. Eight games. Think, you got eight weeks to make your, your money back. Just spray, you know, some, like the, the summer training schedule when camp is open, and then you got, like, the games and, like, the preseason games. Like, there's 10, 12, 15 opportunities to charge a bunch of Green Bay bros 10 grand for the weekend to come in there and have the experience of a lifetime. All right, there you go. There's another successful edition of It's a Grab Bag. We will wrap up the show coming up next year on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. Less than a week until Christmas. Hopefully you're uh, doing all right. You're not stressed out. Ready to go. How's your shopping? Uh, I think pretty good. I'm in the uh, the fine-tuning phase of it where I think I could be good to go if need be. Like, it'd be, it'd be good, but I think I got to just double-check a couple of things. How about you? Uh, I think I have one small gift to get. Love it. That's a good yeah. place to be. I start shopping early. Like I'm That's a smart. I, I'm an autumn shopper. Like you shouldn't just have to wait to the last minute. No, know. no, I know you run into trouble that way. Not a mm. single gift I have got. I have to go wow. ham for the next like three, four days. Dude, I saw a guy two weeks ago, and like credit to him, he had a shopping cart, and we were at like one of these big old stores that has a lot of stuff. And he was he had Dollar a sm- General or the Dollar Store. <laughs> it was one that had both next to each other. No, he was uh, giant cart, 
just grabbing stuff like he was on supermarket sweep. He was just like scooping stuff in. He's like, excuse me, sir. And I'm like, oh, go ahead. He's like going around me, knew what he was doing. I saw him early, like 20 minutes later, he's near the checkout line. Thing is like overflowing. He had so much stuff in there. I'm like, he just did it all. Like he's good. Like that's everything he's ever going to need yeah, to buy for I the whole I time. Bang it out in a One day. day. Yeah, I think so. So the problem I have is like last week I went to, uh, I went to a mall, mm. and I know like because I'm like I, I like to buy it, have it, and like Amber, here we What's go. What's a mall? <laughs> it's a place, Diz, that has multiple stores. It's, a, it's stores actually an oversized axe. It's good for splitting wood, Stanley. <laughs> I spent more time sitting in the food court eating my chicken sandwich, but like so I'm walking around and I'm like the whole time I'm there I'm like I really could have just gone online and ordered all of these things mm-hmm. but I, I here i am and i actually walked away with like a little bit more success than i did I remember last year being like defeated by the in-store shopping and being like all right never that's again funny thing. when i go to the mall i'm you know what it mostly happens that's that's seeing things physically in person trying stuff on but mostly it's yeah a food court uh dave and busters for the kids yeah and uh and a lot of walking because you're like oh the one store i want to go to is over here the other store i want to go to is on the other side of the mall oh the, the mall maps and ledgers yeah. can f all the way <laughs> off they suck and then my shins hurt i got my osgood slatters i'm like i can't i'm doing too much walking in here <laughs> all right let's grab a phone call before we get out of here we got matt in the car he joins us next what's up matt hey how you doing guys doing pretty great what's up buddy uh, well, I wanted to ask you guys, you, uh, when you were talking college football with Florida State, um, with them wanting to um, possibly leave their conference and the way that conferences have been going lately in football, uh, do you think that it's just going to continue discounting conferences, conferences in football to the point where there's not really going to even be a need for them? And then at that point, what do you do with all of these teams that their conferences are now worthless? Uh, it's a good question. I do think that is where it's heading. I mean, you can't just monopolize. I mean, you had five power conferences. That's what they called it. And one of them just got completely eaten up, like eaten, Mm -hmm. right? There's there's now down to four conferences. Like there is no Pac-12. Ten of the 12 teams found a landing place. Two of them didn't. So they were just Mm -hmm. out there. Just Uh, left. Yeah, and some of these conferences that are still standing also that haven't been poached as heavily, just feel completely irrelevant. Like, what is the the ACC compared to the Big Ten or the SEC, which are just absolute powerhouses and juggernauts? What's the point? No, it's those are the ones. Like, so you want to be in the ACC. The Big 12 did the best they could to sort of form something. It's, I would say, the weakest of all of them because they lost Texas. They lost Oklahoma. But they have, like, real schools at least, but it's not as good. Then the Big Ten is obviously a wagon. The SEC is a wagon. And then... Yeah, that's kind of it, right? Like, so the power five went down to four, and really one of them's kind of like a tweener. Like, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's three schools. And so Florida State, and Florida State's actually still in one of the better ones, but it's not the Big Ten and it's not the SEC. Those are the two juggernauts. So that's why Florida State's probably like, hey, if we run the table again, but you don't like our, our quality of wins, then we got to do something so we can be in the – although they're going to go away from four teams too, aren't they? Aren't they going to 12? They are. So, I mean, I don't know they why they're... a much better chance of making it in. But if Florida State did what they did, had the injury at quarterback that they had, but yeah. they had Big Ten or SEC on their resume, would they have been overlooked? Uh, Probably not. Well, no, the quarterback thing, though, is like... What do you think was the main... Probably the quarterback thing, quarterback. right? That's 100%, quarterback, 100%. what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, no, if they were undefeated and the quarterback was healthy, they're in. Uh... I just I still think it was crazy, and we talked about it at the time. 
like for one one loss team to jump over them, you're like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking for the best matchups, I guess. But two one loss teams, you're justifying doing mm-hmm. that too. And then Georgia, they also have a bit of a case. I think Florida State has a stronger case, but Georgia no, has a case. Sure. Undefeated all season, lose one game, and then like I see you later. But you lose to you lose to a good team. You know what we should do Friday because yeah. I know Shime likes yes. Shime likes college football. We should do, since you and I are filling in on the Greg Hill Show Friday morning, we yes, should sir. do, it'll be the last time people will hear from you prior to the big games on New Year's Day. We should do a little bowl of Palooza. Bowl of Palooza. Chop it up a little bit. Talk some bowl games. Talk some prospects. I've been on that. I've been on that very much. Uh, Fitzy, I will talk to you on Friday, sir. So uh, great stuff tonight. We'll talk to you Friday Excellent. morning. See you then, buddy. Good stuff. Uh, Stiz, you, me, and Andy Hart tomorrow at 6. So still doing the night show tomorrow, 6 to 7.30, leading up to Thursday night football, me and Hart and Stiz. And then Friday morning, in for the Greg Hill Show with Fitzy and Shime. So everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. I say she never can and that she never will. I do it all again. I-